Welcome to The Holistic Entrepreneur with holistic nurse practitioner, success coach, and best-selling author, Bonnie Gressel. Bonnie and her expert guests share tips, tools, and strategies to achieve success on your holistic entrepreneur journey. Each show features answers to common entrepreneur challenges, along with a healthy dose of support and motivation. Now, please welcome the host of The Holistic Entrepreneur, Bonnie Gressel. Well, welcome everyone. This is Bonnie Gressel, your host here at The Holistic Entrepreneur. Now, today we're going to take a deeper dive into the second strategy that I began talking about a couple of weeks ago on how to thrive in the new normal and beyond. So today we'll be expanding upon how to easily be found online. This is more important now than ever with how things have quickly changed over the past few months. Now, today's content can be applied to really any profession, but I'm really addressing service-minded providers in particular, specifically focusing on holistic practitioners. You see the patient or client as a whole being. And that includes many professions. You might be a biological dentist, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, acupuncturist, naturopath, health coach, or some other type of healthcare provider. But you know, things are different now and we're entering this new normal. And in order to thrive and continue to serve your patients and clients, you're going to have to make some adjustments to your practice if you haven't done so already. And there's tremendous opportunity for those who are willing to make these changes. Now, of course, I always want to take a moment before we begin to thank you for taking your time to be here. I am so honored. I know that time is our most precious asset, and I so appreciate you sharing your time with me. Now, the information presented here is educational, inspirational, motivational in nature, but I always want you to just take what fits for you and simply let go of the rest. And this show does not intend or imply to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment either. I always want to preface every show with that little reminder for all of us. Now, make sure you check out the show page and the special gifts that I have for you at bonnielinks.com. That's the website that I've created specifically to just share some gifts with you. And there are some special gifts to help you through this difficult time in our history as well. And you can also connect with me, of course, at bonniegressel.com. And that's where I archive all the podcasts and have information about M&B Global Solutions, which is the company that my husband, Mike, and I uh, maintain. And we talk about our products and services there. So you can check that stuff out if you'd like. But I really want you to access some of those gifts for you that I have on bonnielinks.com. And I always put the monthly angel reading on there in video form as well as being on YouTube. So let's get into our content for today. I'm excited to share this with you. Well, today in this ongoing series, we're going to talk about being easy to be found online. So here's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about building your online visibility using online directories. Many of them are free and it's extra visibility for you. We're going to talk about search engine optimization or SEO that you can easily do. And then we're going to talk about the power of social media. Social media, whether you are into it or not, is the way to go these days. Everyone is on social media. And then we're also going to talk about traffic from content marketing and paid ads. So let's dive into the content for today. You know, leveraging that online real estate is hugely important. So claim your listing using free tools like Google My Business and Google Local, Bing, Yelp, Facebook, Manta, 
Better Business Bureau. There are so many of them. Now, you don't need to be on all of them, but be on the big ones, right? And one thing that I, I'll say to you is make sure that you claim your listing if, if you haven't already done so, but be sure that your information is exactly the same on each directory you join. Because if you use the abbreviation for street as ST period, and then you spell it out S-T-R-E-E-T on another listing, then it will see you as two different businesses and you're going to be competing with yourself. So make sure that your listing phone numbers, addresses, the way you spell or abbreviate things is exactly the same. And then optimize your listing. Do as much as you can. You know, different platforms have different um, sections to them, but oftentimes you can add your hours, your services, fill out your about section so people know a little bit about you, add images, create a complete profile as best you can. Because, you know, Google your competition and see what keywords they're using. Use some keywords in there as well and see what your competition is doing. It's always a good way to learn um, what you can do better because that's who you're competing against. And then optimize your Facebook business page. You know, if you're only going to be using one social media platform, I would say probably choose Facebook. You will get the most traction there. There's 190 million users in the U.S. alone. So choose the right name. Customize your vanity URL so that it's not just a bunch of letters or numbers after um, Facebook.com. And then fill out your profile. Pay special attention to the About Us section. This is really important. And then again, use those keywords. Check out your competition. See who's at the top of the ranking and what kind of words they're using. And then, of course, always speaking to your ideal patient or your ideal client, use words that they're going to resonate with. And we'll talk a little bit more on keywords in just a moment, but I want to just emphasize that it's important, whatever you're putting online, to think about keywords. And then add your contact information. There on Facebook, there are lots of apps that you can add to book now or contact, even make sales. You can even take PayPal payments. Facebook has the biggest audience and the most flexibility in terms of what it can do. It's got the most bells and whistles. So I, I believe you need to be there. You can also create groups. You can create groups that are public or private. And in a group, which is a little bit different than a page, you can actually message everyone in your group after they join. Now, people who like your Facebook page, it's not as much of a commitment for them to like a page as it is to join something. And the algorithm changes all the time. But currently on Facebook's algorithm, only 1% to 3% of people who liked your page will see what you post. Now, the more they engage, the more likely they are to see your post because Facebook will feed it to them in their newsfeed. So engagement is key. So do what you can with, with a Facebook business page and think about groups and, and things like that. And then choose the social media that fits best for your practice and for your ideal patients or clients. And then once you're in there, be active, consistent, engage. You know, determine where your ideal clients are hanging out, right? Are they on um, Facebook or maybe they're most hanging out on YouTube? And, you know, I, I said this before, but I can't say enough about video. It truly is the marketing tool of today. Adding video to your website and to your social media marketing is really key right now. Facebook lives are very popular. You're doing a Facebook live. If you have fear of the camera, though, 
you know, you can record something and post it. Now it won't be live. So you won't see all the little hearts and happy faces and stuff, but your video will still be out there, even though you recorded it, say on Zoom or someplace else, and then uploaded it. You know, 97% of professionals use video in their marketing and people love seeing video. They love seeing it everywhere, really, on social media, everywhere. YouTube is probably the most popular. And it really influences purchasing decisions and whether people are going to come to see you as their provider or somebody else. You know, 95% of people watch an explainer video, which is how to do something or teaching them about something before investing in a product or service. But you have to engage them in the first 10 seconds or so. You have to have a, a hook, so to speak. And you don't have to do a long video. Two minutes is probably the sweet spot. So make sure your video is around two minutes, between a minute and two. If you go on and on, people don't stay engaged that long. So the longer videos, typically, at least at this point in time, don't do as well. But get comfortable being on camera at some point. I think that's really important. So that you can explain who you are, what you do, why you do what you do. And maybe you can explain how to do something, one of your modalities or treatments that you use. Other social media, like Twitter, as an example, is very fast. So you have to post things often because the newsfeed really flies by. Now, maybe your ideal clients hang out on Instagram. So if your marketing demographic is young, is under 35, Instagram is probably a thing that you should look at because 63% of the users are between the ages of 18 and 34. And it's really evenly split between male and female, so that doesn't really matter. But you can upload images from your phone. It's super easy. And then you can also add a link to that image so that they can go back to your website. And the list goes on and on. There are so many social media platforms. So choose one or two that you can be active in, be consistent with, and engage. And then let's talk a little bit about search engine optimization. These are things that you can do. Um, you know, adding keywords. So I talked about keywords a little bit before. Keywords are what people are putting in the search engine when they're looking for something. So maybe when they're looking for a practitioner like yourself. Keywords are, are meant to, and, and Google always changes its algorithm so that the keywords really do a better job, a better and better job of helping people find what it is they're looking for. Now, keywords is really a little bit of a misnomer because it's not really just a single word. It's generally a phrase, a short phrase. So adding something to your maybe your name or your office name, your clinic name, and adding the city or location is really a good idea because oftentimes people will search for whatever it is they're looking for and then put their location in so that, you know, they know that they don't have to travel hours and hours to go see somebody. So using keywords is really important. And there are lots of tools out there that will help you find keywords. Um, there's free services, there's paid services, and that's really helpful. Again, look at what your competition is doing because you can learn a lot there. And then if you just start, you know, putting something in the search bar, I would do this in an incognito window though, because otherwise it's going to pick up all your past searches. But if you put something in the search bar, let Google drop down all the frequently asked or the frequently searched terms, uh, sort of a drop down box of other things will come up. Those words, key phrases that are in there, 
are the most commonly searched. So that's a free and easy way to get an idea on what keywords to use. Another thing that you can easily do on your website, this is about on-page or on-site um, SEO, is using the appropriate sizes. So using header tags like H1s and H2s in your headlines. Only have like one head H1, which is the biggest, as a headline, and then use H2s, 3s, and 4s after that. But just have one headline. And the reason you want to use this is because search engines pay special attention to H1s and H2s. So make sure you have some of those in your text. Now, if you don't know what those are, you can talk to your web person or we're happy to talk to you as well. But it's a really simple thing that you can do, say in a blog post. If you've got a blog post, have that title of your blog post, include some keywords, and then also make sure it's an H1. And then maybe break up the text a little bit by having a couple H2 tags in there, which are kind of the subheadlines. It makes it more readable for the person who's reading it online, and it also is more likely that search engines will pick it up because they see it as important. And then using meta descriptions on your pages and alternative text for your images. This is a simple thing that you can do easily, or, or anybody who does your website can do it easily if it's not already done. So this on-page SEO, adding text to images is because search engines can't see images, but they can read text. So describing what the image is will allow search engines to know what it is and more easily pick it up. When you search for something online, there's a sentence that comes up in the search right below the link. That's what a meta description is. That's the description of the page. So make sure that there are some keywords in there and it's what people will see first before they ever even click on something. So that's really valuable um, internet real estate, if you will. And there's software to help you do this easily. As an example, there's a free plugin for WordPress called Yoast and that will help you go through all of these processes. And there's all kinds of other things as well and different platforms will have different ways of doing their SEO. But I think it's important to you know, put some alt text on the images so that the images can be seen by um, search engines and also give a description of what the page is about. So the person who is looking at the list on a page after they've done a search will have an idea if they want to go there or not. And then using content marketing like regular blogs, videos is really important. You know, they say content is king and that still rings true. Websites should be dynamic. So regularly adding blogs or podcasts or videos, keeping it current, that shows search engines and the public that somebody's home because <laughs> your site is dynamic. And search engines don't really pay much attention to sites that are, you know, nobody touches it for a while. You know, the days of creating a website and then not doing anything with it for maybe years that's really a thing of the past. You need to be involved with your website or have someone be involved with your website because there are approximately 700, I'm sorry, 570 new websites every hour. That's like, like nine a minute. You want to stand out and you want to be found. You're competing with a lot of people out there who have websites. So the more ways you can do this, the better. And engage. Engage through the power of video, and I've talked about video a lot in this series, but having a YouTube channel and growing a community there is another way to engage. 
Make sure you optimize your channel. And again, it's like optimizing anything. Make sure that you complete the about section. Um, put a link to your website in your banner image so that it's clickable. There's ways that you can easily do this. And there's all kinds of videos out on YouTube, of course, to help you do this, or you can always talk with us as well. And then having a video trailer is a good idea. A video trailer is kind of like a book trailer or a movie trailer. And it's what plays automatically to a new visitor when they come to your YouTube channel. And then in that trailer, you can sort of tell them what your channel is about, what they can expect, who you are, that kind of thing. And then always ask them to subscribe. Make it easy for them. You know, use the subscribe buttons, you know, the, the tools that, that YouTube has, like the little bell that they can turn on for notifications when you upload a new video, a new video to that channel. And then, of course, speak to your ideal audience. Always, always pay attention to that. Provide valuable content. You know, providing valuable content probably goes without saying, you know, how to or explainer videos are great if you are simply showing or explaining how to do something. But in whatever you're doing, make sure that you're speaking to your ideal patients, whether it's live to camera or you use animation, you know, of some kind. You can address the frequently asked questions. You can use the words that they would understand, how they would describe something because a lot of professions and practices have lingo that's specific to them you know medical terms dental terms for as an example you know what you're talking about but the the audience probably doesn't so make sure you're speaking in their language so that they can understand so that they're interested and that they consume your information and ask for feedback you know, what, you know, what do they think about the video? It's always good to, to do that. And if they want to know about certain things, you can get some feedback from them on what to do future videos or blogs or whatever on. So use your audience in terms of engagement as well. And then using multidimensional communication. And by that, I mean written, audio, and video. The more ways you can format something, really the better. Different people have a perceived way of perceiving information. Nobody's exactly the same. So if you have content in writing, in audio and video format, even if it's the same content, basically, you will reach the most people. Some people would rather read. Some people would rather listen in the car or whatever. And some people want to see you or see images or watch a demonstration of how to do something or... or. So... Adding that personal touch is also really important. Sharing a little bit about you. You know, show that you have a life outside the office. And then engage and connect. Be authentic. You know, you don't have to invite people into your house or your home necessarily, but show them that you have a life outside the office. You know, maybe you've struggled with some of the things that now you help them to overcome because you were able to overcome it. And don't be afraid to feel vulnerable and to seem vulnerable to your audience. It shows that you're human and that really helps to foster that grow, that know, like, and trust factor. You know, because they think, wow, this person got through this. I can too. And maybe they're the person to help me with it. And then you can always turn it up, right? Meet your potential clients and patients where they hang out. And I've said this before, but be active, engage, respond to comments, like other people's posts, join other groups and pages as appropriate. And if you want to share something on another page or in another group, contact the admin 
the administrator, whoever's page or group that is, let them know what it is you want to share and how it's going to benefit their particular group and then share it with them. Because oftentimes what they'll do is post it for you. And then the admin already has the credibility with this group of people. So it will actually reach the most people and give you the, the biggest bang. And then post your blogs and your videos on social media for added exposure. Don't just put it on your website. Put it out on your social media links as well. Sharing links. Um, you know, people would rather or sometimes they're just in Facebook more than they're looking at your website as an example. And you can put all these things together into a newsletter. If you don't want to call it a newsletter because it's kind of a, a term that's used a lot, there are all kinds of other things you can call it. You know, things like digest or bulletin or e-magazine or journal or update or snapshot or editorial or whatever, because it's about being unique. It's about your differentiating factor. And then ask people to comment and share your content. You know, sometimes you just have to ask. We just don't do that enough. You know, ask for their comments, their suggestions on what content that they'd like to see from you in the future. People feel good when you ask them for their opinion and when you ask them for your help. You know, so it makes them feel good. Acknowledge them. Say thanks. If they, you know, share something with you, give them a thumbs up so that everyone can see it. Let them know that you appreciate the comment or the share. And you're building relationships here. It really is all about building relationships. And then, of course, you can use Facebook ads or Google ads or really ads anywhere, including YouTube, to give your visibility a boost. Now, you can certainly pay for ads in all of those places. And if you boost a post, as an example, on Facebook, it will get you some more traction, but you can't really... Uh, narrow the, the targeting as much as you can with Google Ads, as an example. Um, and so just know that because you're spending money either way. Depends on who your target is, what your goal is, and then decide how you want to approach that. You know, I often encourage people to do a little bit of both. I mean, I love content marketing in terms of traffic because that's the stuff that's going to give you lifetime engagement as opposed to you know, running ads, and then when the ad stops, so does the visibility. So I usually encourage people to do a little bit of both. Now, we've set aside some time for you. I know I've said this in previous um, sessions as well, but every practice is different, and we acknowledge that. So we've set aside time in our schedule to work with you personally at no charge. Together, we'll create a blueprint for your practice so that you can move forward and thrive in this new COVID-19 area era and beyond. Now you might say, Bonnie, why are you doing this? Well, we've been where you are more than once. And our goal is to reach, reach out to you and to help you reach the most people possible in your efforts to create a healthier population. We want to pay it forward so that you can consistently fill your practice and, and help people, help the people that you want to help. There, there is a way to do this. Not everybody is going to survive this time in our in our history, in our economic history, with the whole you know, pandemic and all the other issues that are going on, especially in the U.S. So make sure that you're one of those people who not only survives, but thrives, so that you can do what you were meant to do in terms of helping people. So I want you to believe that anything is possible as long as you believe in yourself.
Well, thank you for joining me here at the Holistic Entrepreneur Show today. If you would like to learn how you can be a sought-after guest on popular podcasts, how to produce your own show, or even how to use content marketing to grow your business, go to bonnielinks.com and check out the offers that I have for you there. BonnieLinks.com, B-O-N-N-I-E-L-I-N-K-S.com is also where you can sign up for my monthly newsletter, The Holistic Entrepreneur Update. It comes straight to your email with an update from me and all of the links to the last month's shows, just in case you missed anything. Now, this newsletter also gives you access to the show's guest gift page, where you can access all the great gifts from my guests over the years. And don't forget to subscribe to The Holistic Entrepreneur on your favorite podcast directory so that you'll automatically receive the newest episode when it's released. The Holistic Entrepreneur is brought to you by M&B Global Solutions.